0: So getting it, you know, flowing in and out of that is, is wonderful. Being able to speak your truth, being able to have a beautiful business and have a gorgeous family and feel really connected and lifted up and inspired, that to me is the magic zone.
1: Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful, and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant. With your host, Asia Kennedy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Brilliant Misfits. Thank you so much for joining me each week. I hope you do. And if you like the show, please subscribe. Just go over to iTunes and subscribe. And if you like a particular episode, it would be wonderful if you would give it a rate and review, and that really helps, and I deeply appreciate that. I've been loving interviewing women, and I talk to so many women from all walks of life. And today I have someone who is extraordinary. I'm going to introduce her you to her in a moment. She is a biz mentor for mamas, and she's also an author, and she's written a book called Mother Om, and she's the host of her own podcast called Magnetic Mama Podcast. Now, I wanted her on the show because we're going to talk a little bit about mindfulness and mothering and all these things because her specialty, I'm going to let her share that with you is working with mamas that are stressed out. So welcome to the show.
0: Hi, thank you for having me. I'm always so grateful to be invited onto other people's shows. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Mm.
1: Now, you do work a lot with um, primarily mothers. And how did you get into that work? I know there's probably a personal story in that because I know when we do um, get into something that we're really, really passionate about mm-hmm. is because we've had some sort of journey, some sort of life events that spark or fuel that passion in us. So would you share that with the listeners?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I've been a mama now for eight years. My oldest turned eight uh, last week, and we had a big Harry Potter party. And I have to confess, it was the best theme ever. (laughs) I loved it. Um, And so yeah, but by the look, I had so I had my baby eight years ago, and motherhood for me was enormous. I'd gone from the corporate world, like many working mothers, um, and I found it very overwhelming. And I was parenting alone a lot of the time. My um, husband at the time was working very long hours and I'm from the UK and I was living in Australia and I just felt very lonely actually in my role as a mother and unsupported. And of course, as I had a tricky birth, I had an emergency caesarean, which was very traumatic for me because I really wanted to call in a natural birth. (laughs) And it didn't quite flow that way. And by the time he was almost two, we'd actually separated. And I went through the very challenging time of divorce, single motherhood. And really, it was just not a glorious experience. And this actually happens to many women, not necessarily divorce, but This sense of overwhelm, this sense of separation separation from self and this sense of calling in a reconnection back to who you are. So mine was a fairly extreme experience, although many of my friends sadly are separating now. Um, And I really uh, hold, hold space for them in that it's a very difficult process with children. Mm. so that was my experience six years ago i'm now repartnered i'm getting married again and i have a beautiful daughter luna joy and she's almost two so my story is really happy there is a lot of love in my life and i'm very passionate now about teaching my lessons that came through that divorce which was all about uh mindfulness for me was such a game changer around finding joy again my love of yoga i became a yoga teacher I guess my mission now is to keep families connected. And I did teach kids yoga for many years. I had a whole business with a team of teachers teaching that. That was in Sydney. And we've just moved up to beautiful Brisbane. And we're really loving it up here. It's really uh, so much more chilled out than Sydney was. Um, And, yeah, my calling now, I feel, is business mentorship because I've walked this path now for six years. And I feel the lessons I've learned along the way, I can now share that with mothers to help them find more joy. It's all about finding more joy in motherhood and my business provides me with an insane amount of joy. And I feel that's something that mummies really need more of in their life.
1: Yeah, I think that just thank you for sharing that, Leonie, because I think that um, like that is really crucial. I think that there's a sense of loss of who you are from what I hear you saying with mothers and you know, getting back to yourself. I think that we start to lose the the bigger vision or the bigger dream. And I know before we we jumped into chatting on the podcast, we did talk a little bit about five things that women struggled with, and I want to bring them forth. But before we do, <laughs> I I'm just curious because I before I talked to you, I was wondering if mindfulness. Was something that you always practiced, and then you had children, and then whatever life happened, and you found yourself in a place of struggle, um, or did mindfulness come because you were in a place of struggle, and it and it was something that helped you?
0: Oh, that's a that's a fantastic question, and it's very insightful because no, I didn't know anything about mindfulness before I was in this darkness, and I don't think people really have had an idea of what mindfulness is until recently where, you know, mindfulness is so hot right now. Everyone needs to be more present. But I actually have been reflecting on my past life, I like to call it, before children came um, because as a woman we go through these different phases and, and transitions in our life and I actually would uh, traveled a lot and I actually have been told I need to write another book about my travels because I went to 50 countries before I was 30, which is pretty, uh, that's pretty big. That's pretty big. (laughs) Yeah. So I've got a friend who's like, you need to write that book 50 countries before I was 30. And I traveled so much and I had so many joyful experiences and I was always seeking, peace and joy and enlightenment, but not through a religious experience. It wasn't through anything specific. It was just my passion, I guess, was to have these amazing experiences. Um, so it didn't really kind of fall into spirituality for me, even though I think I was very spiritual, it, until I really called in yoga as a, as a practice, mm. which, which started for me in my early 20s um and would sort of just be something I did for physical beauty <laughs> you know uh, <laughs>
1: it's amazing how it tricks yeah. you into it right <laughs> yeah, like oh,
0: look at me with my gorgeous uh, sexy yoga body um and it was just a beautiful I liked it I felt connected and then I'd go off out into the world and, and for me it was when motherhood really kind of came and you know smacked me in the face <laughs> As it does for many women especially corporate women Uh, yoga became such a vehicle for me to 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 just reconnect stretch let go of what, what you know what wasn't serving me in that moment and that then led me to mindfulness and mindfulness for me is really about connection and the power of the present moment and when I was very challenged for at least two years going through my separation what I found so powerful was I was stuck in that victim mentality of why did it happen I was an amazing wife I you know everything I did was for my husband and then, you know, a son came along and it was, you know, I really thought I, I, um, was happy, but actually of of course, upon reflection, I wasn't. Um, and then I'd go very much into the anxiety mindset of what's going to happen for my future. And I'm never going to fall in love again. And, you know, you just go down these rabbit Mm. holes of, um, I guess, sort of unexplainable doom when the, the mind is kind of constantly yo-yoing between past and future. So for me, I just found peace in the present moment. And the more I was able to find more peace and practice forgiveness and compassion and gratitude, that for me is where I really found joy and light. And my son was a real teacher in that for me because that, I found the most joy when I was with him.
1: Mm, that's beautiful
0: yeah that's
1: beautiful and I I want to go back to the the definition that you described about mindfulness because you know it is a word that's bandied about a lot these days and I think a lot of people misunderstand it or or maybe they put it in a category of just something else to do like meditate is something to do but mindfulness and I like what you say about well you know it's not anything really religious or uh, spiritual because Mindfulness is a really practical tool. It's a way of living. And I'd love you. And you said it's connection and power of the present moment.
0: Yeah. Would you like
1: to just expand on that a little bit about how that could be applied in in someone's, you know, practical daily life? Because I'm sure that's something that you do with the mothers who are stressed out and come to you saying, please help me.
0: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. It is is 100% practical. And this is where mindfulness people kind of get a bit um, confused around how to practice it. So Mm. really it's a daily practice. It's something that you have to do to cultivate more of the presence in your life. It's the same as love or connection or joy. You need to cultivate that and practice that so that over time it's just happening naturally. So I'm sitting in my beautiful new office. I'm looking out the window. I see trees. I see beautiful blue sky and clouds. And actually it's a lot cooler today in Brisbane. It's been really hot here. So I'm really relishing in this beautiful sense of cool air coming through the window. So this for me is a mindfulness practice right now. Mm. I'm in the moment. I'm looking at birds. We have these big, beautiful windows every day. I see clouds. I see this constant change for me. That's in a great analogy of how our mind works that it's just constantly changing all the time and some days are gray and we feel heavy and that's okay. There's no judgment. We just acknowledge that. And other days there's the sky or our infinite mind is clear and we feel joyful and the energy flows. And, again, there's so much going on that we don't know about in the universe. So we, mindfulness is really acknowledging when things are flowing and life is great and then when things don't flow, it's getting back into that flow and making those choices that get you back there. Mm. so the senses are a wonderful way if you're visual you know put beautiful reminders around your home that I've got a little I got I presented actually to a beautiful group of women on Monday and I got given a gorgeous card with a feather we love feathers feathers <laughs> are a sign that you know the universe is unfolding as it's meant to I see feathers everywhere and it just says you are amazing and I've just got that in front of me right now and I have my money tree because I want to bring more abundance into my life and I've got my awards and some flowers and you know like I've created a beautiful space that I feel uplifted in and all around my house are little reminders that keep me in flow so that's one way of doing it. Another way is just to go outside, connect with nature, you know, feel sand between your toes or whatever it is that really works for you in that moment to feel that sense of connection with self, with nature, with oneness, with your partner. I'm a big one on intimacy to be very sacred. Um, and, of course, with your children. Mm. You know, when you are present with your children, they uh, they really relish in that in that, uh those beautiful moments, it could be a little massage before bed. Bath time's a big one for us. We all get in the bath and hang out and you can't be on your phone. <laughs> so it's like your unplugged time. So being practical for mothers or women in general is just I'm taking a break, I'm going outside, I'm just going to sit, you know, somewhere beautiful, take some deep breaths, practice some mantra or gratitude. I write in a gratitude journal every day. And whatever it is that flows for you, but, you know, we go in and out of flow. We dance between our head and our heart, you know, every Mm -hmm. moment of every day. So it's about being in your heart space. That's where I think pure mindfulness happens. Mm,
1: Thank you for sharing that. I really love what you said about, you know, uh, it's cultivating a feeling of being uplifted. So when you go there and and your description of just looking out the window and, you know, and as you're saying that, and I'm looking out my window and I'm noticing the plants and the trees and I just take a deep breath. And really, it's so simple, isn't it? So Leone, That yeah. it's just, it, we don't have to make it another big thing. It's it just these no. little things, these little daily things. And I think that... Um, You do have programs and I don't know about your book, but it describes these sort of really simple ways to practice mindfulness and really get out of your head because that's what it's about. It's really getting out of your head and just being with what's happening around you and connecting to that.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Mother Rom really came from you know it was totally written from my heart. It does obviously mention the divorce at the beginning, but then it's all about the journey. And so I talk about chakras and energy, and how yoga and mindfulness are profound tools for motherhood. Yeah. And then I also talk about kids because my had I had my kids yoga and mindfulness business, and really how we can teach these amazing life skills to children. And it's very practical. At the end of each chapter, there is find your mindful moment. And there's a whole list of things that you can do right now that, you know, allow you to – the tagline is actually connect with yourself and your child in one mindful moment a day because that's all you need. Mm -hmm. You just need one moment and then it becomes two and then it becomes five minutes and then you're actually kind of going through this, I guess, these mindful moments constantly and sometimes we're shouting and we're not mindful and we kind of make up with a hug and we're kind of back in flow again. I mean this – You know, we use calm down sprays, we use oils, we hug a lot. We, you know, we have very practical things in our house that try to keep us connected because there are tantrums, there are tears, there are things that don't flow. And it's about, as a family, um, bringing yourself back into that sense of, of love and connection. Yeah,
1: and I think, you know, I think sometimes we have a weird expectation of living life that everything should be just wonderful, but sometimes life is really messy and creative and chaotic and... um You know, to be able to flow with that, where sometimes it is really joyful and other times it's like really yucky, but not, you know, not take anything that seriously. As you say, everything's always changing. When we look out in nature, things are always changing and nothing is permanent. And if we just can cultivate that sort of mindset and flow with life, then, yeah, things become a little bit easier and there is more joy.
0: Yeah, and, and I have a very, um, be- I have a beautiful tribe on Facebook, my Magnetic Mama Entrepreneur Group. And we have hashtags like Mama Meltdown and Help a Mama and Mama <laughs> Dreams. And, you know, we're all in this together. We're all running businesses with, with little kids. And we're in and out of flow all the time. Yeah. And it's okay to feel feelings of sadness, grief, you know, letting go of our old self and coming into this new role of mother or business or wherever you are in this transition and, you know, feeling supported and, you know, motherhood can be very lonely at times and so can business. So when you combine the two, you know, you need this support around you. You need to be held in the arms of your sisters um, who, or, you know, your tribe or however you want to vocalize that. But that to me is really powerful when women come together and they share and they hold space. And that's something that I'm really proud of what I've created. So Mother Rom is a beautiful entry point into, you know, talking about what I do in terms of mindfulness and family. And I published a couple of years ago, and since then I've really created – um, more of uh, working with mums in business, it sort of flowed into that. And the Magnetic Mama podcast that I have interviews beautiful women who have businesses and are managing that with kids, and we do talk about all these wonderful um, aspects of, of blending. I'm I, I kind of not sure about the word balance; <laughs> it's not quite balanced at many times, but blending motherhood and business. And I do have an online program, which is Mindfulness for Mums, which is really parts of the book in video format and lectures. And there's lots of practical things to do there. Um, and yeah, I guess just calling in women who, who want to feel supported in feeling more confident in having more financial stability, um, in thinking big and, and really going for their dreams um, and overcoming the struggle and the joy. Um, and mentorship, I think, is essential in growth. I've done many business courses i've done the key person of influence course that helped me publish mother rom um i'm always learning i'm always signing up to you know i'm doing a money mindset course at the moment i'm doing the freedom project there's just the most amazing people out there that can help you grow Mm. and so yeah i think working together uh is an essential part of of business and and personal development
1: Mm. and i did want to into the business aspect of what you do, Leonie, because you know, we talked about mindfulness and practicing and being new moms and but you're also really involved with helping women create businesses while they're, you know doing all this other stuff as well, so you know, women, do you start with women who maybe don't even have one yet or they have an idea but, you know, maybe they're not quite sure what to do or how or if it's even worth doing or, you know that sort of scenario and bringing them into the circle and, and helping them to, you know, believe in their dreams and help them to manifest them in the world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Look, my, most of the women I work with have an idea. Mm-hmm. They have something that they want to birth. So, again, there's this yep. this, this wonderful, um, you know, uh, the synergy of motherhood and business is just really so the same. You know, you have an idea. You create that you know you're in the gestation period and then you birth it you know so it's, it's, it's so similar to the to motherhood and when you physically birth a baby you often then birth your creativity because mm. it's going energetically through the body and coming through the sacral chakra which is all about creativity so yeah. many of the mums i work with have had an idea or something they want to bring into the world but they're not quite sure how to do that could be an online program could be i've helped women create charities um, a lot of the women I work with have c- overcome some kind of adversity, and that 's another reason why they 're drawn to work with me because they want to turn that into opportunity and really help and heal other women, especially mothers, and working in that family space. Uh, a lot of them are associated with mindfulness, yoga, or the um, you know the elements of making global change, it, which is really beautiful, so really, I help them with. Uh, managing motherhood is step one because that's got to be managed with outsourcing, getting help, making sure you've got the time, all of that needs to flow for you to have the headspace to create a business. Then we work on mindfulness and using mindfulness as a tool to really manage that and focus and do one thing at a time and be, again, very mindful in our choices around the boundaries we put in when we're doing these two things that require a lot of time and energy. We certainly look at creating a method, which is, again, what is it that we want to birth into creation. We de- we definitely look at manifesting that. I'm a big manifester. I really believe you can manifest anything you want. It's all coming from energy and thoughts and your vibration. And we then look at monetizing the method. So how can we turn that product, program, even if you might want to write a book, um, whatever it is that you want to bring into creation how can we then monetize that to create some more freedom and flexibility for your family
1: mm. wow and you know you you call um, your podcast Magnetic Mama podcast now I want to focus on the word magnetic now what why did you choose that word
0: uh, it came to me in a meditation so did Mother Rom and so, <laughs> so did many of the things love that that I made. love yes, that love that um, and I just kept thinking Magnetic Mama, Magnetic Mama. And at the time I was thinking about podcasting and I like to do one thing a year. That's very much part of what I teach. So I did my book was one year. My online program was the next. and there was my podcast and there was my mentor program. And this year I want to create a beautiful mastermind bringing together all the women in my tribe um, onto, on, on on a, a I guess, a program where we're connected really deeply with each other. And Magnetic mama just resonated so deeply because we are the masters of creating our reality and we absolutely create what we do want and what we don't want. So we are magnets and it's so interesting how this works because I know right now we're in a situation where my partner's not working. He can't get work up here in Brisbane. So we're in a situation where I'm calling in income and calling in clients. I'm sort of on the edge of like the, the fear um, mindset you know it's like it's really scary we have bills and rent but I know I'm sort of at the tip of, of kind of going fully into surrender you know it's just this process that's going on right now for us and fully in trust and allowing it all to flow and I know that if I go into the scarcity mindset the the coming from a place of lack I will create more of that so I'm fully living in as much flow and surrender so that I can magnetize this. I, I don't want to block money. I don't want to block energy. I want to raise my vibration and be very intuitive so I can call people in. And this is how we are magnets in business. It's, a, it's an energy and a vibration that we're putting out because the universe feels you. It doesn't listen to what you're saying. <laughs> it, it's that, what it, it, It's just energy. So – it's like the keys are the same, right? Mm, I really
1: like that. Yeah, the, and yeah. The, the universe is feeling us. It's not listening yeah. to the words; it's totally. feeling us. Because so often we can say words, but the feeling behind it isn't matching. It's yeah. not aligning, but the feeling is what's really important. And. You know, those two words, they keep coming up over and over and over again when I talk to women, and that is surrender and trust. And, you know, so many women are reconnecting to their intuitive heart and into their, you know, reconnecting to their intuition. And there is that requirement of surrendering and trust to something bigger than you. And I I call it the divine, but, you know, you can call it whatever you like. But it is a very essential part of being able to grow your soul seated vision, you know, to really surrender and trust and the way will be shown to you.
0: Absolutely. I, I really 100% believe that, we have everything we need within. Yes, mm. there are amazing mentors out there, and I fully like I'm doing Ricky Jane's training this weekend. Her intuitive intelligence. I fully surrender into getting as much knowledge from other people, as you know. There mm. are so many wonderful mentors out there. You're, you know, you can never learn enough to empower yourself with tools, with knowledge, whatever it is that you need. This is a absolutely an evolving process. That mm. you know, we're not meant to be doing it alone. We're not meant to be creating businesses and having spiritual connections and you know mothering alone we're meant to be doing this all together and we can all learn from each other to elevate ourselves so that we can send out these these sparks of energy which is just on such a high vibration of love so that we're then manifesting more of that and i know this is i'm very good at manifesting things like my beautiful partner and my daughter uh, and this whole move has, has, we've manifested this incredible place to live where the kids play on the street. And we've got this whole community that we didn't have in Sydney. And I know that I'm so close to calling in beautiful women to come and work with me. Um, I've got a few different business offerings. Um, one of them is a business model. That's absolutely all done for you. And you can come and work with me for that one. Or there's the mentorship where we really work on your sole purpose. And we bring that into creation. So I have different offerings for people depending on where they're at in their journey. Mm. And that, I think, is really powerful for a mother who is feeling lost and is feeling overwhelmed and is feeling stressed and who's lost sense of self because it's all about reconnecting back to your power. So that's really what I'm very passionate about doing for mothers. Oh, I'm
1: so passionate too. I mean, I, I think you know we talked a little bit about this before the show, but um, and and we agreed that mothers actually even have it even more magnified. Right. But yeah. those you know that importance of having a group support and being mentored is so important yes. because. Some of the struggles that women go through. Let's let's talk about that. There's the confidence. I think I hear that so much, and I know you do too. That women really struggle with confidence, um, seeing the bigger picture or the bigger dream. Uh, What else was there, Leonie?
0: There was well, there was you know financial troubles, financial yeah, you know not not being able to I guess surrender into starting a business or. Mm. Uh, you know that you know finances are really important, and we need you know, phys, you know we need money to obviously survive and and to to pay our bills, but also you know I really believe I know that the reason i I believe this so strongly is I know people who have financial freedom, I know people who call in a beautiful life, I follow them, I'm like, if you can do it, I can do it, you know, like I have this why not me mentality where I really believe that. You are the average of the top five people you hang out with, right? so when you're consuming content like i'm I follow people and I go, "Wow, look at what they're doing i I'm going to do their programs i'm going to be mentored by them because I want to be where they are, yeah. and you know they're not they they didn't just wake up one day and have this This no. is a journey that yeah they, and they, they didn't do it, do it alone. No, not at all.
1: And I think that's the important thing to really emphasize in, in our talk is that, yeah, we, we actually as women, I think we're really meant to work together. We always yeah. have, but something got lost along the way. But that, that idea of being mentored and, and having people that you look up to... To support you in that journey of, of reconnecting to your confidence, and I love what you said because that connection to confidence is about coming back to yourself, who you really are, and that power that's already there within you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And confidence means different things for different people, mm. and and that's totally okay. I mean, it's really what it's really, however you embody that. Um, You know, there are many ways that you can feel confident. And there are many ways like when I went through my I've always been, you know, actually very naturally confident. I'm grateful for my parents for raising me like that. (laughs) But when I went through my divorce, everything went, my confidence was just shattered. Mm. And I really had to rebuild that, that back up. So you know coming from this this deep sense of self love and self compassion and being so mindful of the friends i was hanging out with and the people that were in my space you know not this is not always conducive to to elevating us up you know we have people in our space that don't necessarily want us to shine or have kind of some power over us that isn't going to help us get to where we need to go so You know, you really do need to look at where you are in your life and evaluate, how is this serving me? Do my relationships serve me? Is my partner serving me in a way that I feel great? Because if it's not, then get rid of it. You know, Mm. like, it sounds really um, heartbreaking, but some people, they need something awful to happen to them. Like like for me, you know, they need someone to die or they need something from the universe to really crack them open. Mm. It's a
1: wonderful too. way to look at it, you know, yeah. because it takes us out of that, um, you know, feeling victimized, which was something that I think a lot of women have held for for eons. And I think right now we're breaking out of that and really looking at it a different way. It's like in the program, Brilliant Misfits, to me, like being a misfit when I was young and growing up, I thought, oh, what a curse, you know, I just, I don't belong, I don't fit into anything, I can't relate to anybody. But as time went on, and I went through my own personal crisis, it was that being a misfit actually is a gift because I had to go deep inside myself to really know well who am I what am I what am I meant to be doing here and following that you know really being true to myself
0: yeah it's look I think to be fair we're all misfits in our own way (laughs) exactly yes it's true yeah why would you want to conform you know why (laughs) do you want to be like everybody else that's you know, there's nothing unique about that. And even with my little boy, you know, he doesn't fit into the box of school. And he sometimes says to me, you know, I don't fit in mummy. And I'm like, darling, that's wonderful. You know, that's, we don't want to be like everyone else. You want to be who we are. And yes, you do need to follow a few rules so you don't get yourself in trouble. But you know, it's 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 okay to be unique and different. And you know, I, I know he's going to be a really successful entrepreneur. You know, because the, we need more people in the world who think differently.
1: Yeah, really you know, think the, outside the box and expand. Yeah. Let's expand our possibilities. You know,
0: Absolutely. we're so much
1: bigger than we give ourselves credit for.
0: Yeah, and and I like I I really believe that there's such a shift going on. 2017. You know, the year of the one, it's energetically just so much is moving at such a rapid pace. It is very overwhelming for a lot of people. The energy is really intense at the moment Mm. and you're either waking up or you're just going into this kind of spasm of chaos because you're just fighting with the old paradigm and yourself and, you know, you're not able to go into surrender and trust because your ego and your humanness is keeping you in your comfort zone. And when we kind of get thrown out of it, or we make a conscious choice to live out of that zone, it is uncomfortable. There is challenge. There is frustration. There is fear. But then I really believe you get into what's called the magic zone. Mm -hmm. And you're just in this cosmic connection. And it's not always, you're not always in the magic zone. That would be lovely, but we are human. So, getting it, you know, flowing in and out of that is is wonderful. Being able to speak your truth, being able to have a beautiful business and have a gorgeous family and feel really connected and lifted up and inspired—that to me is the magic zone. It is the magic zone. And you know, you just described something that's very, very
1: common in the um, creative process, and of course, everything is a creative process, but. Being comfortable with the uncomfortable is part of the process. And I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up. As soon as they're uncomfortable, they, they freak out. They don't know what to do. Or maybe they even spiral down. And yeah. it's it's about that mindfulness, again, of being able to practice being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And then it, when we get through that, and usually once we accept it, surrender and trust, it does shift over into the magic.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I think I see or I feel, and I like to feel things. And, of course, we. I do definitely see signs all the time that are visual, but I, I tend to feel the fear a lot more. And for me, when I get, when I do feel really uncomfortable, I actually use it as my guide and I use it as a teacher. So if I was fearful, I would never have written my book. I would never have started a business. I probably wouldn't have even left Sydney and, you know, done all these things before England, actually, where I'm originally from. Um, I might still be in my hometown with all my school friends who still all live there. And, you know, it's like, I always felt there was something much bigger um, and the world is a, is an amazing place to learn and grow and evolve. And I, I again, you know, I, I look at my lineage and, you know, my parents did travel a lot. And my, my grandfather and my grandmother were missionaries and lived all over the world. And so I've, I definitely w- was brought up in a family where travel was really a part of what we did. And I'm very grateful for that. And that to me is the most extraordinary experience you can have is to go around the world as many times as you can and connect with people and experience cultures um, and live life, you know, to your highest truth and your highest vibration. And that's very much going out of your comfort zone. And, you know, for my kids, I just want them to turn 18 and I go, here's your around the world ticket. You know, go for it. <laughs> like, go <laughs> up there and experience experience life. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: It, it's uh. Yeah. I was so grateful. I had the opportunity that. We, you know, we live in a society where it's so easy to do that now. Um. Mm. And so yeah, living from your comfort zone, I just feel is such a waste of your t- of your life. Mm. It, it sounds horrible and. Uh, when I see people in their comfort zone it's like i just I just want something to happen to to shake them out of it because you know there's you are you are just limitless in your potential for you know change or self development or spirituality or or however you know however you want to unfold in life, but you need to I guess connect with source or divine or self or however you want to put that into words. You need to evolve. It's why we're here. Mm. You know, we're on this planet to evolve. And if you stay in a comfort zone, that's just not possible.
1: No. And I think life, it, 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 we're evolving. In spite of ourselves. So we either go with the flow and make it exciting and joyful, or we resist and we struggle and suffer. But you know, we're yeah. going to evolve no matter what, because that's just the nature of the law of nature that we are all growing. So um, I just want to ask you. If you were to hold the hands of one of our listeners and they're saying, yeah, but, you know, uh, I don't know what to do when I get uncomfortable. I I bet I'm petrified. I get stuck in fear. Is there something that you could offer, some practical little tool or something they could take with them that would help them?
0: Oh, absolutely. I I would write about how you're feeling. I think when we externalize our feelings and put them on paper, we actually allow them to be processed. Mm -hmm. It also allows us to actually realize what we're consciously thinking about um because so much of what's happening in, in our mind is in our subconscious um and that gives us a chance to dive into how we really are feeling a lot of people don't even know how they really feel they're just on autopilot autopilot so yeah writing about that crying is wonderful i think i've cried three times in the last few days i don't cry that often but there's just been this crazy energy going on um and that's absolutely okay you know Everyone's been crying in my group this week. I don't know what's going on, but we're all sharing that we're crying. (laughs) It's okay, you know, like releasing that fear. I tap. I tapped yesterday. I felt really frustrated. And I love tapping because it makes me cry. (laughs) And I'm able to process that. And so I think whatever modality works for you, whether it's walking, whether it's nature, whether it's a hug, whether it's calling a friend, you know, fear is going to be there in our lives you know every moment of every day but using it as a guide or a teacher is for me really profound so that if you know i feel fearful when i get up and speak but i'm going that's not going to stop me doing it you know i feel fearful when i talk about tantric sex on the internet but i'm still going to do that because i believe it's really powerful and i think fear can hold you back from your greatness and that's 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 such a tragedy
1: mm. Hmm. Wonderful. So you mentioned the group that your group that, um, everyone was crying and all that. So would you like to just (laughs) share? So if anyone wants to have a good cry, they can come and join your group this week. But, um, yes,
0: what's the name of your group, Lani? Yeah. So it's Magnetic Mama Entrepreneurs and it's a group on Facebook. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, before
1: we go, I just want to bring up again for our listeners who, um, are interested and they're really resonating to what you've talked about today. Uh, I know that you have a mentoring program coming up, and um, would you like to just share a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, so my, my mentor program at the moment, which is on my website, so com, so L-E-O-N-I-E-P-E-R-C-Y.com is my website. If you go there, you will find the book, you will find the podcast, you will find the landing page for my mentor program, which is leonipercy.com. Um, slash mindful mama mentorship I think yeah. um, and you know all the information is there um, along with all my podcasts and, and all the articles that I write so that's kind of the hub really um, but yeah just I always offer people a session for them to come and connect with me and if I'm all about I only work with people that have the same values as me um, but for us to really create magic together yeah we need to have a connection as with any mentor or coach Um, You know, always that opportunity to grow. And so I do offer a six month program, which is six sessions once a month, because mamas need to be accountable, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because life gets in the way. Um, But what I will be launching this year, that's been so strong in my mind is my Magnetic Mama Mastermind. And that will be group coaching, which obviously makes it more affordable for everyone. And I will be calling in experts in the business world to really um, bring the most value. And it will be around the five elements, which is managing motherhood, practicing mindfulness, creating a beautiful method, monetizing that, and, of course, um, manifesting your dream. So there there will be beautiful themes around that. Um, and yeah, who else, who else knows what, what will flow? I'm always open to opportunity and possibility. So yeah, this year I feel really excited about the fact that we're going to be able to you know, monetize what we're doing and my partner can stay at home with me and we can raise our kids together and we can live this dream life.
1: Mm, beautiful vision. I have no doubt that you will manifest that, Leonie, because you're a beacon of light and you're very passionate. And I was thinking about your, you know, when you just briefly told about your parents who were all traveling and you know, that you came into that family and you are doing the same thing, but in your own way, but actually doing the same thing and sharing your passion with the world. And it's just a beautiful thing to, to witness. And I feel really honoured that you came on the show today and shared your light with our listeners.
0: Oh, thank you. And you too. I, I love your accent. I could listen to your voice all day. So <laughs> I didn't sweet. even know I had one. <laughs> yeah, that's so lovely. I mean, my accent's a bit, a bit interesting now. I've been all, all in so many different places. But yeah, I'm so honoured that you allowed me to come on the show. I love being on other people's podcasts. I love podcasting. It's brought so much joy um, into, into my world to be able to have these. I used to have these amazing conversations. And I'm like, why am I not recording this? You know, like, this is ridiculous. So now I record it. I put it on YouTube. I put it on iTunes. I'm like, the world needs more inspiring conversations. So I'm very grateful for you to have me. Thank you.
1: Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.